This practice is called strong hips, healthy spine. You'll release tension whilst creating strength around the outer hips, and then you'll use that space to explore a range of spinal twists. And this complementary method works really well in supporting the entire body. My podcast is a free resource, and if you do enjoy it, you might consider joining my online membership program. There's a large collection of on-demand practices, plus access to live Zoom online classes. So there's something for everyone. There's more info on my website, and I hope you enjoyed this practice. Alrighty, let's begin coming to lay down onto your back. And as that happens, let the knees bend, place the feet a little wider towards the edges of your yoga mat. Gently allow the knees to knock inwards. Feel free to place your palms perhaps above navel and above the heart space. Feel free to keep the eyes open or closed. We're really only here for a couple of moments to settle into the body, settle into this practice that might help to create a couple of slightly deeper rhythms of breath. Maybe you exhale through the mouth before eventually arriving into a, a relatively steady breath and you'll use that to support throughout this practice. So when you're ready, start to draw both knees in towards the chest. Give yourself a hug. Feel free to invite uh, any movements along the base of the spine or the back rim of your pelvis to begin that process of uh, stimulating that part of the body. And of course, in working with uh, a spinal and, and outer hip practice, we, we want to kind of get in there fairly early and just kind of see what's going on. So from there, pop the feet back onto your yoga mat. Slide the hips ever so slightly to the left-hand side. Start to draw both knees to the right-hand side. You can bring the arms out to the side like a wing. So this is an example of a relatively passive twist in that we have the floor supporting the body and the legs. So rather than kind of forcing the knees a little further down towards the floor, let them be where they are and enjoy the quality of passivity and a little bit more easefulness in this twist because we're gonna have a lot of opportunities to, to uh, explore twists which are a little bit more active in nature. Slowly bring the legs back up to center. You might just level off your spine and pelvis. And then same thing other side. It does pay to just shuffle the hips ever so slightly to the right and then both knees come to the left-hand side. So let them land where they are. Relatively heavy body here, kind of allow it to, to draw down and towards the mat. And then from there, Bring the legs back up to center. Just kind of neutralize your spine. And again, hug the knees into the chest. Give yourself a hug. So we're going to come into a very similar uh, recline twist, but this time it will be a little bit more active in nature. So keep the knees drawn into the chest roughly at about a 90 degree angle and squeeze the legs together. Keep them there. Start to bring the arms out to the side and have the palms flipped a little downward so you can apply just a bit of pressure with the hands. As you are, take an inhalation, you're squeezing the knees together. Exhale, bring both legs halfway down to the right-hand side. Pause. 
Inhale, both legs back up to center. Exhale, both legs down to the left-hand side. And this is the pattern in which we'll move. Inhale, the legs back up to center. Exhale, halfway to the right-hand side. Squeeze the legs. Inhale, legs back to center. Exhale, halfway to the left. Slight change coming up. Inhale, the legs back to center. And then go ahead halfway to the right-hand side, but I'd like you to pause there. So in comparison to the previous twist, you obviously don't have the floor and gravity to support the pelvis and the legs. So the rotating muscles, they need to work a little bit harder to ultimately sustain that place. Breath is steady, stay for another cycle. And then inhale both legs back up to center without rushing. Stay at center for the exhale. Inhale as you are, reaffirm your legs connected. And then exhale, both legs halfway to the left-hand side and pause. So the muscles either side of the spine, also kind of around the core as well, are likely somewhat contracted as a means to sustain and, and to hold this particular version of a recline twist. Stay as you are for another cycle of breath. And then inhale, both legs back up to center. As you exhale, give yourself a hug once again. So wrap the hands over the legs, perhaps a little bit of movement left and right. Great. So from here, gonna come all the way up to a seated position. You can rock up and down the length of the spine or you can roll off to one side, whatever works. Do feel free to sit on something to prop the sitting bones if you need. So from a cross-legged seated position, Start to shuffle your feet a little wider to the long edges of your yoga mat and the shins a little bit more parallel with the top of the mat. So when you have a little bit of a look down at the legs, there's just a little bit more surface area. It should kind of resemble a square or a box. And ideally, we keep that. Bring the fingertips out in front. On an inhale, lengthen the spine, lift the torso. And as you exhale, walk as far forward as feels realistic eventually dropping the head down. I'm not really so concerned about how far forward you're coming down in terms of the fold, but rather the quality of sensations around the outer hip. So likely you're getting into kind of the stretchy stuff around the outer hip. Send the breath there, another breath or so of this variation. And then from here, kind of come halfway up I'd like you to now press both outer blades of your feet firmly down into your yoga mat. So what you now start to feel is that the stuff around the outer hips, they have the quality of tone and almost a switched on nature. Keep that if you can. If you want to intensify, keep pressing the outer blades of the feet down, but maybe you hinge a little further forward and come back into the fold. So this is now a complementary version of creating tone and strength in the outer hip. And this is a really desirable quality, especially when we're working with spinal rotations. Wherever you are, come all the way back up to center. So the torso is upright. I'd like you to swap the legs around so the opposite shin is out in front. And we're gonna do the same thing. So shuffle the feet wide to the long edge of the mat, shins a bit more parallel. And then go ahead, fingertips out in front, inhale, lift the torso slightly, 
And as you exhale, you're in charge. How far you want to walk forward is totally up to you. So if the outer hips are feeling a little tender, then you might kind of be fairly upright and that's totally reasonable. So this again is an example of using the floor, using gravity to kind of stretch out and lengthen, create space around likely for most of you, the outer hip. But we also want the outer hip muscles to be strong as well because you know they they do help to stabilize a lot of stuff around the pelvis so with that in mind come kind of halfway up if, especially if you fold it a little deeper and then press both outer blades of the feet firmly down into your yoga mat like you really mean it and you're gonna start to feel that stuff really switch on so you can stay there or to kind of increase the demand start to revisit your fold but Kind of the, the priority here is to press the outer blades of the feet firmly down. Take one more cycle of breath. All right. And then slowly, mindfully come all the way back up to center. Arms alongside the body. Inhale, extend the arms overhead. Exhale, bend at the elbows to a 90 degree configuration. You might know this to be cactus arms. Inhale, lift up from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. And as you exhale, start to rotate the torso to the right-hand side. Bring the arms with you. So because you don't have the hands holding onto the knee and the floor, we'll get to that version in a moment, you're likely not gonna find a huge amount of range, but I want you to be aware of the sensations that you feel in the spine and either side of the spine. So they're likely working a little bit more actively to create this uh, action of rotation. Now to complement that, place the left hand on the right knee and the right fingertips behind you. Likely you're gonna find more probably desirable range. It certainly feels a bit more desirable in my body, but the muscles just aren't working as dynamically to create that motion because you've kind of got your hands gripped onto something. On an inhale, reach the arms straight up back over, overhead. You can look up if you wish. Exhale, bend the elbows to about 90 degrees. And then inhale, lift up from the base towards the crown. Exhale, rotate the torso, take the arms as well to the left-hand side. So for me personally on this side, I kind of can't rotate as, as much as the other side. So there is a kind of feeling of stuck, but also with that feeling of stuck, I can feel my spinal muscles actually kind of doing something to create this action. In contrast, then place the right knee on the left hand, left fingertips behind you. See if that facilitates greater range. And for most bodies, it's highly likely it's going to. Take another cycle of breath thereabouts. And then inhale, extend the arms forward and up. You can look up if you wish. Exhale, arms back alongside the body. Roll over the knees, downward facing dog. As that happens, do feel free over the next couple of breaths to create any pedaling or pulsing movements in uh, this first down dog of, of this practice. Let your breath be steady, let your breath be smooth. Great. Come to a fairly static downward facing dog for about a cycle of breath. And then on an inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bend the knee, open the hip, split dog. If you can try to level off both shoulders, do. And with the top right heel, without actually moving it too much, create the action of trying to kick a wall behind you. So you create a little subtle, but a bit of tonal quality around the outer hip. 
From here, straighten the right leg off. Take an inhale, three-legged dog pose. Exhale, prepare for pigeon pose on the right side. So right knee to the right wrist, right foot to the left wrist. If this is problematic for your knees for any reason, come to lay down on your back and do a, a reclined version of pigeon pose. Now from here, rather than folding forward into that kind of you know, very restful and almost quite yin quality uh, pigeon, I'd like you to stay more upright uh, onto your palms, onto your fingers. What I'd like you to do here is to press the front right knee, shin, and outer blade of the foot firmly down into your yoga mat, almost like you're trying to kind of pushing them out of way and you're finding lift off. And what that's gonna do is, is you'll feel it around the outer hip. It's, it's gonna be a bit more switched on, a bit more alive. Take another breath as you are, inhale. Exhale, downward facing dog, pause. Let's take a cycle of breath layer of thereabouts. Just kind of let that settle back in. And then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bend your knee, roll the top of the hip open for split dog. Level off the shoulders and with that top left heel, create a kicking behind you action if you can. Straighten off the leg, take an inhale. Exhale, prepare for pigeon. So that's left knee, left wrist left foot to the right wrist. And again, you can modify by coming onto your back if kind of anything happening with the knees. Like if there is, don't push through, kind of let make space for that. And then stay high rather than folding forward. I know it's, uh, it's tempting, but kind of a little more concerned about diversifying and, and creating strength in the outer hip region. So with that in mind, press that front knee, shin and foot down into the mat. Almost like you're trying to kind of finding a bit of lift up here. So. It should feel pretty active, pretty dynamic. Take an inhalation and then downward facing dog as you exhale. Well done. Let's kind of settle in and pause there. Great. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bend the knee, open the hip and with the right heel, kick a little. Straighten off the leg, take an inhale. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose and round the spine. This time, pop the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee, lower the back foot. Come to a low lunge, so torso lifted, but your hands in prayer to begin with. So thumbs resting on the sternum. Not really concerned about lunging super far forward and down. I'd probably kind of ease out a little bit. As you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, rotate the torso to the right hand side and pause. So in a moment, we're gonna to start to play with different configurations with your arms and see how they facilitate greater range in terms of spinal rotation. So this is the first, this is the first. And keep the torso facing the right-hand side. Start to bend the elbows to a 90-degree angle, so cactus arms. See if that facilitates a little bit of greater range. For most bodies, that's likely gonna happen. And then the final kind of uh, lever here is to straighten both arms wide like wings and see if that facilitates even more range. Highly likely it does. And then on an inhale, sweep the arms forward and up. The chest is facing forward. This is low lunge. Exhale the hands down, find downward facing dog. Pause. From down dog, inhale, shift the weight forward to plank position. Bring the knees down, chest forward, and slowly lower all the way to the floor for modified cobra. So keep the gaze down 
And when you're ready, start to raise the chest off the mat and pause there. Ensure your breath is smooth. Nestle the elbows into the body if you can. Gently push the pubic bone down to maybe facilitate a little bit more lift and length. As you are, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bend the knee, open the hip, split dog, kick the heel away. Straighten the leg, take an inhale. Exhale, knee to the nose, round the spine. Step the foot to the top of the mat. Same thing, lower the back knee and foot. Lift the torso, hands at heart, so Anjali Mudra. And then go ahead, consistent breath. Start to rotate the torso to the left-hand side. And so this variation with hands at center will kind of mean that you're not really going to find a lot of range. But then to explore the concept of arms as, as levers, cactus the arms, bent elbows, so 90 degrees. And you know, for my body, definitely, that's, that's going to give a little bit more. And then the final variation, you're going to keep the torso facing the left and widen the arms. And probably you're going to move likely beyond your natural range. Just experience that for a moment. Great. Inhale, reach the arms forward and up, torso faces forward now. Exhale, the hands down, find plank position and pause. Inhale in plank, knees down, exhale skillfully to the floor for cobra pose once again. So gaze down, start to raise the chest off the mat, nestle the elbows inwards. And then as you evolve here, start to hover the hands off the mat just a couple of inches. And what happens there is that the spinal muscles and the backside muscles, they have to recruit in order for you to sustain this particular prone or, or belly down backbend. So a really nice compliment. Take an inhalation. Exhale, downward facing dog. You're there for a couple of cycles of breath. Great. And then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk step or a light hop to the top of the mat, keeping the feet just slightly apart. And then from here, start to slide the hands up the shin bones, lengthen the torso halfway and pause. So slide the hands up high enough that the shoulders and the hips are in a straight line. They're basically in the same plane. Use the hands as a bit of pressure to draw the chest more forward. And then for contrast, stay in pretty much the same shape. Start to hover the hands off the shins just a few, month, uh, a few inches, a few months that uh, wouldn't feel very reasonable, would it? So what happens when the hands hover a bit is that the spinal muscles now need to engage to make this particular shape. As you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold back over the legs. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, look towards the thumbs. Exhale the arms alongside the body. Great. It's a couple of different versions of Surya Namaskar A to kind of just get the body moving a little. And then we'll start to break some, some rotations and, and, and spinal strengthening stuff in, in, in some other poses, in some other contexts. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, look up. Exhale to forward bend over the legs, chest to thighs. Inhale to lengthen halfway, so high enough that the spinal muscles engage. Exhale, step to a high plank position and pause there. Inhale in plank, press the mat away from you. 
Exhale, lower all the way to the floor for cobra with or without hands. Inhale, raise the chest off the mat so you're engaging the back muscles. Downward facing dog as you exhale, settling in here for about three or so cycles of breath. So anchor the hands, anchor the feet down, smooth and regulate the rhythm of your breathing. Great. After your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk step or a light hop to the top of the mat. Inhale to lengthen halfway, drive up from the heels. Exhale, forward fold, chest to thighs. Inhale to reach the arms all the way up, look up. Exhale, arms back alongside the body, one more variation. Inhale, reach the arms upwards. Exhale, forward fold over the legs. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, find high plank position, pause. Inhale and plank. Exhale, lower to the floor for locust pose. So that's arms alongside your body. Inhale, raise the chest, arms, possibly the legs off the mat. Downward facing dog when you're ready. Again, about three or four cycles of breath before we start to move on. Great. After your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, travel to the top of the mat with your feet together if you can. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, forward fold. This time, find chair pose. So the sitting bones down, reach the arms overhead to start off with. Squeeze the legs together here. Sit a little deeper perhaps and bring your hands to the heart region. So in a moment, we're gonna to start to find revolved chair, but two versions. The first version, we're gonna keep the pelvis and the legs fixed. They're not gonna move. Second version, we'll take uh, the hips with the direction that the spine is moving into. So with hands at heart, inhale, lean the chest forward. As you exhale, the only thing that moves is the torso and the arms. So resist hooking elbow to knee. I just want you to move the torso and the arms without taking the hips and the legs with you. And again, it's this challenging version. It's kind of going to feel like the range isn't huge. You might get a little stuck, but I want you to feel for contrast, the spinal muscles actually doing something to, to help create this movement. Now sit a little deeper, hook the left elbow to the outside of the right knee, swing the hips a little to the left, and maybe you can rotate the spine and the torso a bit more to the right. So not working as hard muscularly, but probably more range. Inhale back to chair pose, reach the arms overhead. Exhale forward, fold back over the legs. Well done. Inhale lengthen halfway. Exhale forward, fold over the legs. Inhale back to chair pose, arms overhead, squeeze the legs together. And then go ahead, sit just a little deeper, bring the hands at heart. Remember this first round, legs stay glued, pelvis stays fixed. Inhale, lean the chest forward. Exhale, just move the torso and the arms to the left and you'll feel not gonna get much range. Gotta work a little bit more harder to sustain this particular version of the shape. And then go ahead, sit deeper, hook the right elbow to the outside of the left knee, Pajva Utkatasana. Swing the hips to the right, probably, to facilitate more rotation to the left. Steady breath. Then inhale back to chair pose. Exhale, forward fold over the legs, well done. 
Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, step to high plank position, pause. Inhale in high plank. Exhale, lower through chaturanga or your variation of. Inhale, up dog, though you can diversify the back bend. Downward facing dog. Right. Let's take a couple of moments here. Couple of moments here. Great. And then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, travel lightly to the top of the mat. Have the feet slightly apart if you can. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, forward fold. And then inhale to chair pose with hands at heart for a brief moment. So placing a little bit more weight into the left foot, raise the right foot off the mat, place the right outer ankle on top of the left knee so you're in a standing version of pigeon pose. You're really governed by the range in your outer hip here, but if the space is available, you might sit just a little deeper and then bring the sitting bones a little back. Take another cycle of breath in this particular version. And then staying in the same pose, come most of the way out of this and then start to hover the right foot off the left knee just a couple of inches. You might lose the range, that's highly likely, but here is a little bit of active tone and strength around the right outer hip. Maintaining the balance, bring the right knee towards the chest, lift the torso upwards, take an inhalation. Exhale, step back into a high lunge with the hands at heart and pause there. And then swiveling around into the same pose facing the back of the mat, begin to now bend into the now front right knee, but you're facing the back of the mat, high lunge. Keep the lunge base, press the feet firmly into the mat, and now interlace the fingers behind you, draw the hands down, maybe slightly up. If it feels okay, begin to move into a bit of a back bend here as you, from the base of the spine, lift upwards and slightly arch the back. Take another cycle of breath. And then release out of the back bend, hands back to heart. Lean the chest forward, raise the back leg off the mat, place both hands onto the floor out in front of you. And like a, a hybrid version of warrior three slash standing splits. And then from here, place the right fingertips into the center of the floor, or you could use a block right hand to the sacrum or to the lower back. Inhale, lean the chest forward. Exhale, start to rotate the torso to the right hand side, revolved half moon. You don't have to raise the top hand, that's totally up to you. But as you start to evolve here, you'll feel the right outer hip region has to engage, has to switch on as you rotate. To firm that right foot, firm the outer hip, find a spinal rotation. And then from here, let the torso face down, hands to the mat, lower the left leg to meet the right foot, standing forward, bend for a breath. Great. Slide the hands up to the shins, inhale, lengthen the torso halfway. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, come back to chair pose with hands in prayer and pause here. So just a moment to set it up. And then from here, Start to raise the left foot off the mat and place the left outer ankle on top of the right knee. So you find a standing version of pigeon pose and you're still facing the back of your mat, still facing the back of the mat. And again, you're gonna be governed here by the range in your outer hip, but you might choose to sit a little deeper. 
draw the sitting bones a little bit back into a seat. And then staying in pretty much the same pose, come out slightly and begin to hover the left foot off the right knee just a couple of inches. Challenging version, steady breath. And then from here, still maintaining the balance, start to draw the right knee, left knee rather, towards the chest. Take an inhalation. Exhale, step back to a high lunge in hands at heart, pause. And then swivel around so you're now facing the front of your yoga mat once again. Just as you did on the other side, start to interlace the fingers or maybe the palms behind you. Draw them down, stamp the feet down, perhaps come into a backbend if that's feeling reasonable for you. Navigate the experience of the backbend. So from the base, lift up and out here if you can. So you kind of distribute the sensations along lower middle upper spine in a slightly more even way. Release out of the backbend, hands at heart one more time. And then lean forward, place both hands or fingertips out in front of you, raise the back leg off the mat. And then place the right hand a little bit more into the center of the floor, the mat or a block. Left hand to the lower back. First inhale, move the torso forward, engage the spinal muscles. Then exhale, start to rotate the torso to the left. So you'll feel that left outer hip region switch on. So anchor the left foot down, firm the outer hip. Maybe the left hand raises, but that's totally optional. Great. Torso faces down, both hands down. Step back quietly to high lunge. Take an inhale, reach the arms upwards. Exhale, hands to the floor. Find downward facing dog first. And then inhale, shift the weight forward to a high plank position. Exhale, skillfully lower all the way to the floor without rushing. Pause there, one to two breaths. Great. So to finish off this sequence and to kind of really highlight the, the differences between more passive and more active range, two versions of bow, Dhanurasana. First, active I'd like you to bend the knees to 90 degrees so the heels face up towards the ceiling. Reach the arms behind you, but for this first version, you're going to bring the attention, intention of hands towards the feet, but you're not going to grab the feet. When you're ready, start to kick the heels towards the ceiling. Probably the knees will lift off. Start to reach the chest forward and up. And the action with your fingers is, I'm trying to reach my hands, but with this version, I am not. Steady breath, couple more cycles. So the entire back chain, including the spinal muscles, are switched on here. Inhale as you are. Exhale, slowly release, pause. Take a moment, let that digest. You might sway the hips left and right. And then final version, probably the, the version you're much more familiar with is to bend both knees, grab a hold of the outsides of the feet. And then slowly, mindfully, start to kick the feet into the hands. Knees will lift, chest forward and up. And then with your shins, allow them to move back. Couple of cycles of breath, Dhanurasana bow pose. As you are, take an inhalation. Without slingshotting, gently release. Come all the way down and pause. Take a moment here.
And then slowly, mindfully start to push up to an all fours position, neutral spine. Take a moment here. And then widen the knees out to the side, sitting bones to the heels, child's pose, couple of cycles of breath there. So you're welcome to stay as you are in child's position. If you have a little bit more time, you could choose a couple of minutes in seated meditation or come up, swing the legs around, come to lay onto your back for Shavasana. So you choose kind of what you'd like to do to, uh, to, to close this practice, to finish off with what you need. As ever, thanks very much for practicing with me. Namaste. If you enjoyed this practice, then you might consider joining my online membership program. You'll gain access to a regularly updated on-demand library of classes, weekly Zoom classes, plus special members offers. With flexible pricing options, there's something for everyone. For full details, head over to my website, mattmulkayyoga.com. Happy practicing. Thank you.